Welcome to A Spirit Dead Life with HMI. Stay tuned for an anointed word by Pastor Stephen Hockey. We hope this session builds your faith. Enjoy. Good day and welcome to Healing Ministries International. I'm Pastor Stephen Hockey and I'm so happy to be with you today. Before we dive into the word this uh, morning, I just want to say, you know, it's such a privilege again to be here and just to minister to you guys from all over the world. Uh, We we are here from South Africa, if you didn't know, so it really is a privilege to be broadcasting all over and getting the gospel, the good news of Jesus Christ around the world. But let's pray and open up this uh, session in in the right way. So, Father, we just thank you again for a wonderful day, Lord. Thank you, Lord, that you just bless every viewer around the world, wherever they might be. Lord, I pray that your goodness will go forth, Lord, that your goodness will be revealed to every person in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, as the word is given today, help every person to understand, get revelation on the the way you speak, the way you communicate to us, Lord, and help us to hear your precious voice in the mighty name of Jesus. So bless us this session and bless us day in Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. Well, I'm so excited about the word that the Lord has placed on my heart to share with all of you watching and uh, the title for today's sermon, and this will go over for the next around about four weeks, is this, Are You Listening? Because the fact of the matter is that the Lord is always speaking. The question is, are we listening? And a lot of people say, I don't know what the the voice of the Lord sounds like. God doesn't speak to me. All this stuff, and it goes on. And you you know, you've heard the stories. But we have to understand that the Lord is speaking. He never stopped speaking. There's a lot of people that believe, you know, God only spoke to the people in the Old Testament. Or he spoke to his disciples. And, you know, after kind of when Paul and all of them died, then God stopped speaking. But that is not true. Because we know that in Hebrews 13 verse 8, it's very clear. It says, Jesus Christ... Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Which means that if Jesus Christ spoke then, he still still speaks today, and he'll still continue to speak in the future to come. And he will never stop speaking to to us. Amen? So we have to understand that God is speaking, but are we listening? And we have to tune in to the right frequency, if I can say it like that. But I'll, I'll explain what I'm saying very soon. In Revelations 2 verse 7, it says this, Revelation 2 verse 7, He who has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says to the churches. So again, the Holy Spirit is speaking to us. The Lord is always speaking to us. But are we listening and are we are we in the right frequency of what the Lord is speaking? Because many people listen with their physical ears, but they don't listen with the Spirit. If the Spirit isn't listening, you're going to miss God. That is, you know, have you ever tried to listen to a radio station and um, it doesn't matter how many times you turn, if you want to go on 107 FM, I'm just making up stuff, but if you, you know, turn and turn, if the radio station you are looking for is on AM and you never change, you know, to, um, you know, AM and it, you're continuously on FM, then you're just going to never find it. And that is what happens to a lot of uh, Christians. We we try and tune in with our physical ears to hear, but when we should be tuning in with our spiritual ears to hear what the Lord is saying. And in, over the next couple of weeks, I'm going to be speaking on the 12 ways 
which God speaks to us. And with the Lord's help, I'm going to try and do three ways that God speaks to us every single uh, session over the next four weeks. And it's, it's going to be really powerful. And I really pray that you get something out of this. And the, the goal is not to be like, yeah, I, I know that God speaks like that. No, it's the, the goal is so that we can tune in to the right frequency so that our spirits can get in sync with the Holy Spirit so that we can start hearing and being guided by the Holy Spirit. So it's going to be really good. As I remember, every week we'll be here teaching different ways that God speaks to us. So let's get into it. I'm going to do three today. If if I can get through all of this, I only have uh, about 27 and a half minutes. So pray the Lord helps me. So the first way that God speaks to us is this, that he speaks through his word. I know there's, there's a lot more. There's uh, like 12 ways that God speaks to us. But I want to point out the most important one first. Why is it the most important? Because the word of the Lord is truth. And he always speaks through his word. Okay, there's, We cannot go wrong if we study and read the word of the Bible. Because the, 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 the scripture is full of answers for every single day life problems. Like There are solutions for everything literally found in the word of God. But. The problem is many people are too lazy or they get too tired reading the Word of God or they don't understand the Word of God. And so they, they, they miss what the Lord wants to speak to them through the Word of God. Romans 10 verse 17 says this, So then faith, Romans 10 17, So then faith comes by hearing and hearing by what? The Word of God. So faith comes through the Word of God. But what is, we can hear, which means the Word speaks, and the Word speaks life, the Word speaks truth, and the Word speaks faith. And we, if we're not in the Word of God, if we're not studying the Word of God, the, I would say probably the main way that God speaks to us, we will miss it. But there are there are eleven other ways, and we'll we'll get into that as time. But I want to mainly focus on this one today, and we'll we'll get into two other ones as well. In John one verse one to two, and uh, I'm going to then read verse fourteen as well. Okay, so John one verse two, one verse one to two says, "In the beginning was the Word." And the word was with God, and the word was God. He was in the beginning with God. Okay, so we know that the Bible is speaking about Jesus. Jesus was the word, and the word was with God. If we jump to verse 14, it says, And the word became flesh and dwelt among us, and we beheld his glory, the glory as of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. So we know that the word being Jesus, was with the Father, and then the, the Word came down and became flesh and dwelt among us. So we know that, obviously, that is Jesus Christ. I hear a lot of people say to me, oh, if Jesus could only speak to me, then I would listen. Or, you know, if Jesus could just appear with me to me, I would go. And I would, you know, people have this desire for Jesus to appear to them and speak to them, when in reality, as soon as you open the Bible, go, go to John, go to Matthew, go to Luke, you'll find that, you know, in red scripture, Jesus is speaking to you and he's speaking to me as clear as now. The reality is that as soon as you open the Bible, 
As soon as you start to read the words of Jesus, it's like you're opening Jesus and Jesus is speaking directly to you and to me. It is a powerful revelation that the word that was with God became flesh, dwelt among us. And that word, that Jesus Christ, every word that he spoke still matters and to us today, every single day, and we can read it and we can take it and apply it to our everyday life. The problem is so many people, again, they hear with their physical ears and they are not listening with their inward man. And the problem with not listening with your inward man is that you're on the wrong frequency. And that is why so many people today, even when they read the Bible, they, they do not hear the truth or see the truth because they try to understand it physically when we are to understand the Word of God in a spiritual format. Hebrews 4 verse 12 says this. Hebrews 4 12. For the Word of God is living and powerful. I mean, if that doesn't describe Jesus to you, I don't, I don't know what could. For the Word of God is living and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the division of the soul and the spirit and the joints and marrow, and it is a discerner of thoughts and intents of the heart. So the Word of God, and this is why I love it so much, the Word of God is powerful and the most powerful way through which God communicates us because it penetrates all of us, your mind, your soul, your spirit, your, your even your marrow. It's like literally the Word of God just like goes right through you, and there's so much revelation and truth found in the Word of God. But the problem is, To fully understand even and dive into the greater mysteries of God in the Word of God, we have to grow our inward man. We have to strengthen that frequency. You know when you put up a new uh, uh, signal tower and it just boosts that level of frequency that goes out and more people are reached? That's what happens when we build onto our inward man. The frequency becomes stronger and it is easier to pick up the voice of the Lord when He wants to speak to us in many different forms of way. Because the Bible also revealed to us that the Lord doesn't only speak through his word, but he speaks in many different avenues as well. So how do we grow our spirit man? And I need to quickly touch on this before we continue, because the main reason many, many people do not hear the voice of God and they say, well, I've never heard God speak to to me is because their inward man is still small, like a little baby, where the outward man is, the physical man is just overpowering the inward man. And that is the problem. We have to feed the inward man so that he can grow and dominate the physical man. The moment the inward man dominates the physical man, you will start seeing a greater impact in your life, especially uh, spiritually, but you'll also start seeing that in your everyday life physically because the inward man has more knowledge, wisdom than we can, uh, our physical minds can begin to understand because our spiritual man only works on the basic, you know, senses that we have, you know, our five senses by sight, hearing, you know, taste, smell. And if we do only take in with, you know, our five senses, that means we can only give out with those five senses. But the inward man can go much deeper than that. He he seeks the deeper things of God, the wisdom, the understanding, the knowledge. And that is why we need to feed this inward man. Four ways how you can grow in your or grow your inward man to become stronger uh, in 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 this ability to recognize the word of God, but also then to do what the word of God says. Number one, 
you have to meditate on God's word. We know in Joshua 1 verse 8, uh, I'm not going to read it, but we know the, the word says that we are to meditate in the Lord day and night that you may observe to do all that is according, uh, written according in it so that we can make our way prosperous, that we can have success and that we can grow. Okay, That is what the Bible says in Joshua 1 verse 8. Number two, practicing the word. Don't be don't just be a, a a an observer of the word, but be a doer of the word as well. Okay, so you have to meditate on the word, you have to do the word. Number three, you have to put the word of God first in every aspect of your life. If we do not dive into the word of God and allow God to speak to us through the scripture, then we cannot act on that word in problems in our lives. For example, if if my business is struggling, if everything is going wrong, what is the solution to that problem? The solution to that problem is we know that if I give, it will be given back to me, that God will make me prosper. If I tithe, you, you know that God will open up the windows of heaven and pour out such blessing that there will not be room enough to receive it. So I can take the word of God and I can apply it to everything Every situation in my life, be it business, be it family, be it ministry, it, it doesn't really matter. The word of God is so rich, but we have to learn to grow our inward man with the scripture. So when problems arise, I can counter it with the word of God so that we can get through these problems, issues much quicker in our lives. Number four, how to grow the inward man. You have to instantly obey the voice of your spirit. I'm not talking about the Holy Spirit, which yes, we have to listen to the Holy Spirit. I'm going to get to that. But you have to listen to your inward man. And that is something that will can only be done through experience, through uh, starting to recognize your the inward man when he speaks so that you can be guided and go and that the fruits of the spirit can be more evident in your everyday walk because if i'm letting my my physical man overpower my inward man all the time i'm missing the truth i'm going to do what the we we know the physical man is you know its nature is sin the physical man's nature is always going to be contrary to the word of god that is why we become born again so that our inward man is strengthened and must be in control of the physical man so when the inward man cries out to you to maybe go this direction or that direction you have to learn how to listen to your inward man this is how we grow this is how we start taking those steps to maturity in our christian walk amen so that was number one. We have to read the Word of God because Jesus Christ, you know, He was the, the Word and He became flesh. And now the, the words are so rich and we can still read the Word of God. And that this applies to all forms of from Genesis straight through to Revelation. The Word of God speaks and is alive. And this is the main way that we should always seek answers from the Lord is through reading the Word of God. Number two, the second way that God speaks to us is through His Holy Spirit. We have to learn how to recognize the voice of the Holy Spirit. John 16 verse 7 to 11 says this, Nevertheless, I tell you the truth, it is to your advantage that I go away. For if I do not go away, the Helper will not come to you. So we know Jesus is speaking about He has to go so that the Helper can come, the Holy Spirit can come in His place. 
And he says, But if I depart, I will send him to you. And when he has come, he will do three things, very important things. He will convict the world of sin and of righteousness and of judgment. Okay, because they do not believe in me of righteousness, because I go to my father and uh, you see me no more of judgment because the ruler of this world is judged. Okay, so uh, John 16 verse 13 to 14, if we just continue a couple scriptures on it says however when he the spirit of truth being the holy spirit if you do not know who he's referring to here it is the holy spirit uh, he is the spirit of truth when he has come he will guide you into all truth for he will not speak on his own authority but whatever he hears he will speak and he will tell you things to come he will glorify me for he will take of what is mine and declare it to you all things that the father has are mine therefore i say that he will take of mine and declare it to you so the spirit of truth the holy spirit will declare to you truth and he will only tell you and he will only reveal to you things that he has heard from jesus and the father that has been spoken truths about you and then he will declare these truths so if we are not on the right frequency of listening to the holy spirit we will not be able to hear the truth that the holy spirit and the lord is declaring over you every day how many people are hopeless in today's time because they are not in tune with what the Lord is saying? They believe the lies of the enemy above the truth of the Holy Spirit that is being declared over them. So we have to learn how to listen to the voice and guidance of the Holy Spirit. So two things that I want to quickly point out is that the Holy Spirit, um, okay, actually three things. He came to reveal truth. And he speaks truth over you. Then also he came to convict the world of sin. So he came for the sinner. That is how you were drawn into this love relationship with the Father. The Holy Spirit drew you in and you gave your heart to the Lord. By convicting you of your sins, making you feel that guilty feeling, that conviction in your spirit, you gave your heart to the Lord and you became saved. Number two, he convicted us of righteousness. And this conviction of righteousness is definitely different to the conviction of the world of sin because conviction of righteousness is drawing you to relationship first one was drawing you unto salvation the second one is drawing you into a relationship where he wants to change your behavior through righteous living and he's wooing you into that relationship so when you do something wrong or you do something not right not according to the scripture you'll feel that in your spirit as the holy spirit guides you then into truth and many times we we say yeah the the holy spirit is convicting me of my sin or he's convicting me of my wrongdoing you know, you know how it goes because he is trying to change your behavior so that you can look more like him every single day so if we're not speaking to the lord we're not changing to be like him i hope that makes sense and uh in romans 8 verse 16 to 17 it says this the spirit himself bears witness with our spirit that we are children of god and if children then heirs heirs of god joint heirs with christ if indeed we suffer with him that we may also be glorified together with him amen uh quickly six points i don't have a lot of time six points on how the holy spirit speaks to us okay number one he bears witness to us 
we just read that so he bears witness to us what does that mean to bear witness it means this he speaks truth over us uh, which means giving evidence attesting confirming confessing bearing record speaking well of giving a good report testifying and affirming what one has seen or heard presenting the gospel with evidence amen that is what the holy spirit does uh, i just love especially that he confirms he confesses things over you he brings uh, bearing record about your salvation there, there's so many things that the holy spirit is speaking over you number two the assurance of knowing or illuminating or enlightenment so the holy spirit when you read the bible he will illuminate the scripture so have you ever had that when the when the scripture just like jumps out at you when you're like oh wow that is just for me today i needed this this is different to when we just read the word of god and you know god speaks to us over time with reading and gaining knowledge from the scripture this is when we open it and you just immediately feel this scripture has been enlightened that is the holy spirit that just illuminates and reveals you something that you need to hear for that season in your life so he will illuminate the word number three he communicates knowledge to us we know that the holy spirit teaches and he will then speak the knowledge that we have learned through the scripture in the right moment in time have you ever had to counsel someone or give instruction to someone and they come to you and they ask for advice and then all of a sudden within you a scripture jumps up and then that knowledge that is hidden inside of you will just come forth because that is the holy spirit that is helping you to counsel or to bring forth uh, the necessary wisdom that was needed in that time. Number four, he gives us understanding, understanding of the word of God. This is almost like the illuminating, but the illuminating is he will reveal something to you in that time. But the Holy Spirit uh, will give us understanding of the word of God. He will teach us, but he will also give us understanding with the gifts of the spirit. He will help us in all facets uh, regarding His himself and how he will help us then in the future. Number five, there is a quickening that takes place in us. So also known as a jump where you read the word of God and, you know, it's just it quickens you. It, it, like, it fills you up, if that makes sense. And then number six, he will lead you in a direction. So as soon as something happens, you know that I was speaking about that conviction in your spirit. So the Holy Spirit will say, no, don't go that way or, or don't you will go go that way rather and you'll feel this peace about you uh, a lot of times we experience that in our everyday walk with god so you know what to do what to what not to do so that the holy spirit will be the one to guide us and if your inward man your inward spirit is not strengthened he will struggle to communicate with the holy spirit just some food for thought uh, there for you the third way that god speaks to us is by praying if we pray we are initiating a conversation uh, with, with the lord so the the moment you pray because prayer is not a uh, monologue it's a dialogue okay we, we hear a lot of people say that and it's so true because the moment i step into prayer i step into conversation by praying in tongues by just praying you know if you have morning prayer whatever the case may be the moment you pray you're activating communication with the father and he speaks to you and this will 
be reflected in many different ways. In, in that moment of prayer, he might uh, speak to you things clearly. He might reveal to you things in the word. A scripture might come up. There's so many different ways that in prayer, how the Holy Spirit might then speak to you concerning whatever matter that you need to hear. But I also want to touch on speaking in tongues because when we speak in tongues, we know and it's very clear that in 1 Corinthians 2 verse 6 to 10, it says, um, however, we speak the wisdom amongst those who are mature, yet not the wisdom of this age, nor of the rulers of this age who are coming to nothing. But we speak the wisdom of God in a mystery. That mystery is uh, the speaking of tongues. The hidden wisdom which God ordained before the ages for our glory, which none of the rulers of this age knew, for had they known, they would not have crucified the Lord of glory. But as it is written, and I love this, this is a promise. I has not seen, nor ear heard, nor have entered into the heart of man the things which God has prepared for those who love him. But God has revealed them to us through his Spirit. For the Spirit searches all things, yes, the deep things of God. So the Spirit of God, when we speak in tongues, searches the mysteries of God. And the more we speak in tongues, the Lord will reveal mysteries to us about our future, our destinies, the plans He has for you, and so on and so forth. That is why it is so crucial to continuously speak in tongues, day and night. Always speak in tongues so that your Spirit searches, the Spirit searches inside of you, revealing the mysteries and everything that God, this is also when uh, when we speak in tongues, you know, say, doesn't matter, you speak in tongues and all of a sudden a word of knowledge comes up in your spirit. If you don't know, know what that is, it's a gift of the Holy Spirit. A word of knowledge comes up. For example, you see, oh, that person has a back problem or that person has cancer, whatever the case may be. And that is the Holy Spirit revealing to you and speaking to you through the word of knowledge that that person needs healing. And then you go, you lay hands on the sick, the sick get healed, the sick are recovered, and then the Lord is glorified through that. Again, your inward man needs to be strengthened in order to flow in the gifts of the Spirit. It's just, it, uh, it's how it works. We have to learn how to pray. We have to learn how to be in the Spirit, speaking in tongues. We have to read our Bible. We have to be in tune with what the Holy Spirit is saying, communicating to us on a daily basis so that we can always hear the voice of the Lord. The, the question is, isn't, is, isn't, is God speaking? The question is, are you listening? Because He's always speaking. But we have to get in tune with what God is saying are you listening to the word? Are you listening to the Holy Spirit? Because he will always speak to you and he wants to speak to you because he loves you. Next week, we will speak on uh, three more different ways that God speaks to us. It's powerful. It's going to be something different. So don't miss it. I just want to encourage all of you to join us on uh, Facebook and YouTube. We, we preach there also on uh, Sundays to Wednesdays. You can follow us there. Also visit our website at www.dionhockey.org. Uh, anytime, go check out the website. And uh, we are also now on Telegram. So you can join us on Telegram. We have created a Yelling Ministries International group where you can join us and follow us and we post content on there on a daily basis so telegram just uh, search healing ministries international and you can find us on telegram we pray that you are super blessed today and even for the rest of the week in the work you do for the lord may you pray and may you just come into this place of hearing the word of god and you will see 
God will bless you. He will touch you. Have a great week. God bless you. Bye-bye. You can make a difference by partnering with us, a ministry with a heart for the lost. You can sow or partner by visiting our website, dionhockey.org. You will also receive exclusive content from the ministry as a thank you from Pastor Dion Hockey. Remember to subscribe and follow our social media pages for updates, sermons, and more information about the ministry. Thank you for listening and see you next time.